0: New information is still coming out about the Mar-a-Lago raid, and the IRS is getting more powerful. I'm Byron York from The Byron York Show. Download and subscribe to my daily podcast to hear me get right into the news of the day. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Old routines die hard, like those multiple cups of coffee and sugary energy drinks to stay alert. Well, I discovered a healthier way to get the sustained energy I need without all the caffeine and sugar. Super Beats Heart Chews. I just unwrap a chew or two in the morning and let Super Beats Heart Chews do the rest. I feel great about what I'm doing for my health. Join me in the new way to start your day with Super Beats Heart Shoes. I challenge you to try it for 30 days and give them your feedback. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, and candy for a quick pick-me-up. I've been taking Super Beats Heart Shoes for years, and it's an easy and convenient on-the-go boost to your overall health and energy. Make Super Beats choose an essential part of your busy day. To make it easy to get started, I got you up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. Hurry, it's their best offer available anywhere. That's danasbeats.com for up to 45% off. danasbeats.com. We've got breaking news on Dr. Jill Biden, uh, hearing through her spokesperson uh, that she has tested positive for COVID. Uh, The First Lady's Communications Director, Elizabeth Alexander, says this after testing negative for COVID-19 on Monday during her regular testing cadence, the First Lady began to develop cold-like symptoms late in the evening. She tested negative again on a rapid antigen test, but a PCR test came back positive. The First Lady is double vaccinated twice boosted and only experiencing mild symptoms but i was told reliably that this was a pandemic of the unvaccinated that's exactly what i was told and i was it well i mean it was we were pretty much called murderers by the administration and we were definitely called such by a number of democrats who were upset if you didn't go out and get the injection. And so, I'm just, you know, I've got, I think some of us have a lot of questions about this. Welcome to the show. Dana Lash here with you this Tuesday. Getting your Tuesday off right, getting it going correctly. So, I, I do, I am, I am curious about this. Because they're, they're vacationing and they're expected... Well, they were there. So let me. He's going to the White House and he's signing the kill the economy bill. So that's going to happen. And then they're going to Delaware and he's going to vacation some more. That's what we have. So working hard. working hard. You know, he has his, I guess, best successes when he's not in DC. It seems like. So they probably, you know, it's probably best for them if he's not in D.C. Hmm. You know, just wondering about that. Welcome to the program. Dana Lash here with you. Your lovable curmudgeon. That's just one of the things that we're getting into. I thought it was a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And then the president today is signing the Kill the Economy Act or the I'm going to actually create inflation act. So we're going to have that going to dive into that because you know they're throwing a party after passing this so in three weeks democrats are going to host a party to celebrate this did you hear about this super spreader. i don't know of any i don't know of any other detail i just i know that they're legitimately having like a party for this they do know that so yeah super i wore a super spreader event as it were and the Tour that they're doing of states and by they I mean specifically other Democrats and not Joe Biden. So there are going to be a number of Democrats that are going to be going to uh, they're going to be going to a number of different states and they're going to try to, um, I guess, sell people on the passage of this thing. I mean, I'm, I'm just, you know, it's just bizarre. It's so bizarre. So we have, we're going to break down the latest with this. We have the two primaries, Alaska and Wyoming. It could be the end of Liz Cheney's political career. Uh, We've got that. We're also going to, gosh, get into all of the reactions still and the latest with this raid. Do you remember yesterday after we were getting off of air, it came out that Trump had said, actually it was like in our second hour, Trump had said that they, the government, when they came and they conducted the raid, that they took his passports and all of the media, including MSNBC and what's our face, Kelly O'Donnell and everybody else were saying that's an absolute lie that didn't happen. But guess what? It did happen. Not only did it happen, but there are receipts. In fact, there is an email from the DOJ where they actually confirmed that they did take his passports and they are returning his passports. They're returning them. So they were there, and they did take his passports. I just want to reiterate, they were, they did actually take his passports. Even after the fact that the media went on and on and on and on and on and on and on yesterday. That they had not done this. That this was a lie. That this is what the maggots, that's what they were calling everybody, the maggots. That's what they were, they were insisting this. These liars, these dirty, unwashed masses. And lo and behold, Hmm. The FBI returned passports that never once appeared on the inventory of things that they took. Remember all the stuff that they took? That they we got the um, the thing about? Remember all of that? Oh, yeah. Okay, so it wasn't on that. They took them, but it wasn't on it. Hmm. Interesting. No, they're freaking out at this point. The other headline that came out, and this is, let me pull this up. This piece that I have for you, Ooh, this one comes by way of the Wall Street Journal. Merrick Garland weighed search of Trump's Mar-a-Lago for weeks, ladies and gentlemen. The subhead attorney general took his signature deliberative approach. Oh, Cain. The attorney general took his signature deliberative approach. I almost can't even get past the subhead. I, you know what, can I, just total sidebar. Can we find whatever it is that has so irrevocably secured the lips of these journalists to Merrick Garland's ass? I would love to know what that material is because I'm pretty sure it's stronger than superglue. Pretty sure. Yeah, it's written by two stands. And Attorney General took his signature deliberative approach to the move. Because the Justice Department, as you know, yesterday, Trump said, release it all. Release it all. I don't care. And the DOJ went, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up here. No, we're not going to release. We're not going to unseal the affidavit. Wait, you mean you're not going to unseal, like, the actual thing that tells you why you went to conduct the raid? Yes, because we don't want you to have our methodology. It's a roadmap, they said. I mean, sure, I'm going to give you that affidavits usually aren't released unless charges are filed. But that's just it. This is unusual because it's a former president and it's unprecedented. And what if there are never any charges brought? Remember the whole Marussia collusion, but uh, Marussia, I can't make fun of these people enough. All of these morons that these mouth breathing, single brain cell sharing ridiculous idiots that got, got out there. Mueller is coming. kane did you know Mueller is coming? It's Mueller. Mueller's coming. He's here. Mueller's coming. He never came. He retired. And then they go, yeah, but you know what? The charges, Manafort? You mean the guy who was tried on tax fraud and there was nothing in his case at all whatsoever that had anything to do with Russian collusion? In fact prosecution was barred from even mentioning russia collusion russia collusion Ma russia Mueller is coming no for real i'm not even joking it's like i literally it's cnbc they they couldn't even do that at his trial and the same thing with michael cohen if they got him on stuff dude they were crooked before they got him i mean that's what happens when you engage in financial and tax fraud you get you might they were had this investigation going anything else criminal that they found they were going to they were going to act on it and they held Manafort they thought they were going to squeeze Trump with Manafort that's that was entirely unrelated to that case so next thank you next Mueller wasn't barred from prosecuting any criminal activity while he was investigating the whole all of this time and they got nothing they have nothing this is nothing more than the left's endless fit Over losing 2016, they're still so mad. So Trump responded, and he said again, he's like, yes, release everything. Release everything. But the DOJ says, no, not the affidavit. We oppose making public the actual reasons for the raid. That sounds totally legit, guys. That sounds not shady at all. Totally not suspect from an entity that already got in trouble, because of their activities, DOJ officials' activities and involvement in the non-FARA-registered Fusion GPS working with a disgraced foreign spy to try to go after a political opponent of Hillary Clinton. Good heavens. No, they, they did. Remember, Garland said the warrant was narrow in scope, which it wasn't. I wrote about that in a previous newsletter. They were literally covering every single piece of paper everything from january of 2017 when he took office to january 2020 when he left they said that the doj would only speak through their filings in the court well that's another lie because they've leaked to who newsweek they've leaked to washington post who haven't they leaked to is the question to ask at this point they said folks that the need for the raid was urgent it was for urgent reasons it is so much importance but then we have this headline from the Wall Street Journal. The attorney general took his signature deliberative approach. There could be nukes down there at Mar-a-Lago, but I guess I should weigh the search of Trump's home for weeks and weeks. You know, my signature deliberative approach. What the hell is that? That sounds like, that sounds like a snowflake coffee from Starbucks. Would you like a signature deliberative approach? Jeez. These people... It takes weeks to deliberate over getting missing nukes. Really? Really? Does it now? <laughs> I can't. Dude, I can't. So no, the DOJ, no, heaven, no, we can't make public why we wanted to do this. You know why? Because if you look at the, if you look at the affidavit, it just says, Marisha. that's all it says. That's all it says. Or it's, but J6 though, all the people who, who went and rioted and burned stuff down in D.C., like burned cars, busted up. I mean, they went after... Where's some of the businesses they went after? I mean, they shop there. We're only going after these businesses because we shop there. We don't ever come in in the city. We stay in the burbs. We're going to go bust up a... We're going to go bust up an h H&M. Yeah. We're going to go bust up a Starbucks. Can I have a macchiato first? <laughs> We're going to go after a Whole Foods, but before we do, I need to go get my artisanal bread. I mean, it's so stupid. (sighs) I saw this poll, and I just, I don't know why, I saw this and I got mad. This headline, the Rasmussen poll on Trump raid by FBI should scare Democrats. No, you know what should stop it? What should scare you isn't what other people think about what you did, and they may respond by reducing your power. It should scare you that there exist people who are so power hungry and petty that they're willing to abuse their authority in such a way. We are so backwards. I mean, you know, was it a legitimate raid? I don't know. This is so dumb. But anyway, the story, because I'm sure you're interested, blah, blah, blah. They're, they're saying it's bad, that voters do not appreciate the fact that this happened. Rasmussen poll, what, you know, take whatever you want from it. It says... Voters who agree that the Trump rate is what happens in third world countries, all 55 percent, men, 60 percent, women, 51 percent. I haven't looked at any of the crosstabs because I just think I I think that it should scare Democrats, not because people are rejecting them for what they've done in the quest for power. It should scare Democrats because look how far and petty they've become in their quest for power. We're going to subvert everything that we claim to protect in our quest for power while calling the other guy a Nazi. I mean, for the love. Come on. This is just it's insane. So we're going to get into Liz Cheney's likely done after today's primary. All of the latest on the raid. Uh, I have some dip quackery. It's what we're calling it. I have a bunch of ways that they're ruin, ruining this generation, including this sentence. I have a million things today. We got Jim Jordan coming up. I want to leave you with this sentence. I'm going to share this article coming up after headlines. The sentence is, quote, Angry trans protesters ripped down suffragette flag that she was speaking in front of. If you ever did two sentence short stories, that would be one. Holy wow. Full circle. Full circle much? So we have a ton of things to get into. All of that and more, ladies and gentlemen. It's a packed show today. As ransomware and other cyber attacks continue to sweep the nation, traditional antiviruses continue to fail as they cannot detect new malware and ransomware. And that's because they operate off a blacklist. And many of these antiviruses are made in the same foreign countries that the malware originates from. PC Matic is the only solution that is 100% made in America and uses proprietary whitelist technology to protect against all known and unknown cyber threats, including ransomware, malware, identity theft, and nation state attacks. PC Matic protects homes and businesses of all cyber. PCMatic also makes your computers run faster by performing automated maintenance and system optimization. Protect your devices with an American-made cyber solution. PCMatic is just $50 for five devices for one entire year with a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Act now and receive $5 off your entire order of PCMatic protection by visiting PCMatic.com Dana. Again, to protect you and your family from ransomware, malware, and other cyber threats, visit PCMatic.com Dana.
2: And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech.
1: Well, excuse me, I thought this was America. A man who performed illegal autopsies cannot work in Kansas now. I mean, that's, yeah, it's kind of bad. That's not one of the things you can do. A Kansas man was convicted of performing illegal autopsies. He's been fined more than $700,000. He's permanently banned from doing business in the state. And this was announced this just this week. It's crazy. It's named Sean Parcells. He's 42. He was convicted last November of three felonies and three misdemeanors related to providing illegal autopsies in Waubonsee County. He also pleaded guilty in May to one federal wire fraud charge related to said autopsies. Um, I mean, I he has a company, and apparently he was doing... I mean, he contracted with the county to conduct autopsy. So you're telling me the county didn't, like, verify this guy's cruds? His sentencing is scheduled for next month. I'm, I'm just kind of amazed at that. That's... Whew. 87% of suspects arrested in New York's Nassau County have been freed without bail. Are freed without bail. More than 87% of these criminal suspects arrested between April and June. This is part of their no bail, remember? Their bail reform? They were released back onto the street. 282 faced assault charges a lot of these guys have violent charges on them and the county executive presented the crime report at a press conference saying they got to change this woke bail this bail reform and hbo max is hit with major layoffs that's kind of shocking i guess everybody's not staying home now so no one's streaming anything we got more in store stay with us if you're like me, you're growing more and more concerned about the future. Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing and market experts not only predict a recession, but they're using terms like, quote, economic hurricane and unprecedented. So if you want to protect your future, do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust American Hartford Gold. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. So get started with just one short phone call and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. They're the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. Call right now and you'll receive up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. Don't wait. Call 866-887-1188. That's 866-887-1188 or text Dana to 998899. Protect your future with American Hartford Gold. 866-887-1188 or text Dana to 998899.
3: Listen to the Dana Show live on the Odyssey app. Weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Time.
0: But also, I think what we also need to recognize is that it does reduce inflation.
1: And I didn't realize this until we started negotiating, working on this. But but 40% of inflation is fueled by fossil fuels. Oh, my gosh. No, it's not. Where do they... Guys, I'm going to need some in you real quick, Kane. In you me. Hit me. I can't, I can't, I'm not, I'm trying so hard to get to everything else that I have on this show, but you guys, I feel like I need a therapy circle because no, are you, fossil fuels does not cause inflation. It does not cause inflation. Spending all our money causes inflation. These people aren't spending all of our money with quote unquote fossil fuels, which is such a misnomer, by the way, such a misnomer. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here. This is, it's infuri, that's Barbara Lee. That's infuriating. Because, you know, fossil fuels calls for, it just drives up inflation. This spending is going to stop the inflation. We have no idea how. I didn't know it until I was looking at the bill. You have even read the bill. No one believes that she's read this bill. No one knows if she can read. They think that you're stupid. They think that they have a right to your money. That they have a right to your labor. That they have a right to everything that you do. Well, you know, it just causes... It's going to solve about 40% of the inflation. They just make these numbers up. That's what they do. It comes from fossil fuels. This is just asinine. I had to share this tweet with you yesterday. Biden said, quote, Thanks to the Inflation Reduction Act, America's going to take the most aggressive action we've ever taken in confronting the climate crisis and strengthening the energy security of America around and the world. It's Thanks to the inflation reduction act types nothing about inflation the climate crisis It's like saying I, I passed a climate bill and it's going to tackle inflation it's inflation creation It is inflation creation That's a song That's inflation creation I I just I um I I, I it's not I got so mad at that I retweeted it last night. 87,000 new IRS agents, we talked about this yesterday, paid by an endless supply of our tax dollars are coming to shake down every last middle class American for even more of their income. During inflation, also government and their rich seenster friends can look virtuous while outsourcing pollution to China. Biden needs to make sure that the family business associates profit from, you know, that GND, that Green New Deal, an artificial premature reliance on green energy. This uh, story, just a quick recap, remember, Hunter Biden was part owner of a venture that was that facilitated the the, three point eight billion dollar purchase by a Chinese conglomerate of one of the world's largest cobalt deposits that was located, is located in the. Uh, Democratic Republic of Congo that's where the kids were uh hand mining the cobalt I mean it's totally green guys except you know for all the fossil fuels it's used to mine the minerals and ship the minerals and construct the materials and have his backup you know et cetera, et cetera. but sure it's green <laughs> hmm. you just move we're moving all our pollution to this pit over in China have you guys seen it and if you disagree with any of this, what, how, you, you hate you hate Gaia or Gia or however the hippie hell you say, the fake name for planet Earth. <sighs> My gosh. That's, I mean, I, this makes me hate the Earth. <laughs> this makes me hate Earth, you know? It makes me want to go and, like, throw shredded Styrofoam into the sea. I'm not lying. This makes me hate it. Don't do it. I feel... And I felt this ever since I was when I was in high school and they started the and they really started pushing junior high and high school. That's when I first saw it. The Earth Day stuff. I'm like, I don't give a rat's ass about Earth Day. Get bent. I I mean th- that was ninth grader me. I don't care. But I mean, I believe in blah blah blah. I believe in being against the root of my plan. I'm not I'm not sitting here. I don't need to pay. I don't need to pay the troll toll. I don't need to pay that. I don't need to pay no virtue coin. No. Bite me. I don't need to pay it. This makes me hate Earth. This makes me want to go and fill up my tank in a giant SUV and gun it down every ta- every road in my town. Run that damn tank dry and then go back and get more gas and fill up other stuff with gas. I mean, at stopping short of the Zoolander scene where you had Wham play and the gas was flowing. Just short of that. I don't want to hate planet Earth, but these people are so damn annoying. Guys, look at me. I am wearing everything made of hemp. I power my home with the breeze. And you're sweaty and you're stinky. And it looks like you came from the 1700s. Stop. (sighs) No, I believe in, like, good extraction and, you know, responsible this and that. But this is just stupid. Stupid. This is also rich people can buy their EVs and, and act like they're virtuous. Did you hear that story about what's his face? Leonardo DiCaprio? Sidebar. This is not mean. It's just an honest observation. This is me being honest. I'm not supposed to lie. That's a sin. Every year that he gets older, it's like all of his facial features just sink more towards the middle of his face. And everything else surrounding his eyes and nose and mouth are just a greater expanse of meat. Have you... You need to get... That? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like his eyes sink closer and his nose gets closer to his eyes. It's like Pangea returning to its original form. It's weird. Anyway. Yeah, this is all. We're just moving our pollution to the pits in China, guys, so you can't see it. It can't come get us over there, right? And we'll make China rich. Yay. Pay the commies. That's what all this is. Don't sit here and act like you're doing anything for inflation. You're going to be shaking everybody down to pay for this stuff. For, for EVs that people can't afford. I don't, again, I don't, I don't have to pay the troll toll. I'll volunteer this. I don't hate EVs. I hate people virtue signaling falsely. That's what I hate. That's what I hate. In fact, I almost want to get an EV because it's really not any greener than a regular gas-powered automobile. It really, it's not. That's not a lie It's just the way things are I have a thing coming up Later on in the program Where I talk about how Where's this story at It's uh, we're, I guess plans to try to phase out The gas powered automobile Where It's just it's inferior We'll, we'll talk about that I want to get into some dip quackery Propaganda meets gaslighting Now, I, um, this was kind of amazing to see. This was CBS Mornings. They had this headline: Today's children are 30% less aerobically fit. And listen to what they blamed it on: audio soundbite, two.
2: A new study showing how climate change, specifically higher temperatures, is making our children uh, more inactive and more obese. The study published in a journal Temperature found today's children are 30 percent less aerobically fit than their parents were at their age. Fewer children are reaching the World Health Organization's recommendation of 60 minutes of exercise. This is so a day. stupid. Now, listen, it- Has been a lot hotter, hotter, and the weather has been crazy. But I think it also has to do with technology. Oh man, thank you for saying something smart. To go outside, but these kids don't go outside because they can stay inside, be on their phones, play video games, and be. I love how he
1: just totally destroyed it. But they ran with it anyway. I don't know who that dude is, but I like him. But they ran with it anyway. So they had the tweet: the study points to climate change and rising temperatures adversely affecting childhood obesity. The wet kids are fat because of the weather. The weather made kids fat. Did you know the sun shoves Twinkies in kids' mouths, Kane? What? It totally does, man. Idea. I mean, it totally does. Never heard of that. Steve says it's Nate Burleson. Nate, I like you. He's like, you can tell he's reading it. He's like, I ain't, I'm i not believing in this. <laughs> it's stupid. No, it's because everybody stays inside on their, on their phones and stuff and they play games. Used to back in the day, you could tell who was at whose house because of their car or their car if their bike was in the front lawn of the house now you look and see who, which one of your friends are playing how many friends are playing are they in a game can you join it etc that's what you that's how they do it now i mean exercise is great and all you yeah, go going to exercise but it's and also hi kids were locked inside for two years remember when you when everybody when the government and democrats when they decided that they were going to lock everybody in their houses for two years for a virus that can't be avoided and then two years later after after they ruined so many lives and people got drug dependencies and marriages ended and friendships ended and all of this stuff, then they decided to revise absolutely everything. Remember that? That was fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good times. The percentage of students walking to or biking to school has decreased. It's because of climate change. Now, look, if you pay the government a tax, a carbon tax, your kids will lose weight. Did you know that? What? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Totally. Kids are out of shape because of the weather. That's stupid. And I've heard a lot of stupid stuff already today. That's one of the dumbest. But it's propaganda meets gaslighting. And we do, and Kane reminds me, and we got we have Karen's, and I use Karen as a pejorative for everybody I don't like. So... I don't care how you think it's used. I will call anybody whatever pejorative I want to if I dislike them because of stupidity. But you have busybodies that get out there and they call the cops if they see kids walking to the park. We've talked about this on the show before. Now, a few other things. I wanted to share this story with you. This was from Daily Mail. It's the story of this 80-year-old named Julie Jamin She's been a regular at the YMCA for like 35 years At the Mountain View Pool in the city of Port Townsend, Washington State But she's been banned because she has a vagina She was made aware of a man identifying as a woman Who was in the changing room while she was taking a shower after swimming And she was very concerned about it because she has every right to be But this, now she's been banned because she's complained about it. And the crazy thing about this, this is an actual sentence from this article, which sums up this whole movement to a T. Quote, angry trans protesters ripped down the suffragette flag that she was speaking in front of. Well, yeah, that's about it. That's exactly right. I can't imagine anything that is, that is... More apropos than that. She was addressing her supporters and she was heckled by by trans activists who ripped down her suffragette flags. So you have men who are identifying as women harassing a woman, shaming her for feeling uncomfortable about her security and ripping down a suffragette flag because the movement is all about, at least from what I can tell from these activists, silencing women. You don't have a right to feel afraid anywhere ignore your gut feeling or you're a bigot what's next you know if a man feels uncomfortable in a locker room because he wants to identify as a woman he's accommodated but if a woman feels uncomfortable in a locker room because a man's in there she's told to stfu you turf bigot that's what she's told it's a movement of sexist progressive patriarchal bullying that's what it is I mean, this is, I cannot imagine. This is, this is like when the flag fell on the dinosaur in the first Jurassic Park. That's that. and then join the club. Visit BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana to save 20% off your purchase in your first coffee club order. That's 20% off with promo code Dana at BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana. Fuel your life with America's coffee. Black Rifle Coffee.
3: Of all your favorite talk hosts, one of these is not like the others. The Dana Show. As as soon as the
2: act goes into uh, effect... I hope that all of the provisions will begin to work. I am. Uh, I, I know that those who've been blaming President Biden for the inflation going up are now giving President Biden all the credit for inflation going down. So we're moving things in the right
4: direction already. Yeah, and what parts of the bill do you think will will quickly work on that specifically? The, uh, next question.
1: Next, I don't know because I didn't read it that uh, he did none of them read it they didn't have time to read it don't lie just be like i didn't read it that's represented uh, representative raskin Jimmy raskin i'll go back to the show dana lash here you need to be careful i think when you're getting when you're picking up packages you need to start kind of looking at some of the stuff on the packages someone shared a photo i wouldn't it's well it, it anything called cheddar cheese puffs unless the first ingredient isn't cheddar and the second ingredient isn't a chemical I can't pronounce? I ain't eating it. This is what it says. They, that's cheddar, cheddar cheese puffs. Nutritious, sustainable, and delicious. What the hell sustainable? Well, it's a sustainable cheese puff. I don't even know what that means. But then when you turn around and look at it, and they looked at the ingredients, someone legit shared this. They found it in a store. Ingredients. Puff. Okay, I love puff. Uh, organic cornmeal flour. Lentil flour fava bean flour, rice flour, oh my gosh, and organic cricket flour. What? what contains milk and crickets. People who are allergic to shellfish may shellfish may also be allergic to crickets because as i said, shellfish is bug meat. These are bugs. That's bug flour. What Anything that says so sustainable on it? No. I don't know, I'm assuming. You all need to be reading these labels. I am nuts. I read everything. Your girl reads everything. It says 10 grams of protein. I would rather eat a bald eagle than eat organic cricket flour. I wouldn't want either. No, dude, I would so eat a bald eagle before I'd eat this. I ain't eating bugs. You will own nothing, you will be happy, and you will eat bugs. Organic cricket flour. That's ground up cricket, man. You're eating cricket. I feel like that's grounds for a lawsuit. Like if you go to someone's house, this is why I don't like eating at other people's houses. Do you know that I I don't do buffets. Like when the church has something, I'm not no. I'm not going to be eating all your food. I don't go to that. I'm not going to lie. I'm that weird. I can't do it. I don't do buffets. I don't I don't eat out of no kitchens that I have never seen before. And I don't maybe you're going to be making something with cricket flour. I don't know. Right? This is making me even more sus, man. Organic. You, can you eat hippie stuff? You eat bacteria in a jar. So, like, don't you like the stuff? make
2: sound like it's horrible. What
1: do you eat those? that You eat the blub things? The tea blubs? What is what it? What are you talking the, about? You no, know what I'm talking about. The tea blubs. You grow it. The mother blub? Yeah. This,
2: yeah. It's not a blub. What is it? It's a scoby.
1: Oh, golly. Okay isn't that the last name of the press person for uh, the ginge and suitcase girl scoby could be. he's named after tea bacteria could okay so anyway yeah so but but this is like that right no it's a, that's not a big leap to go from your scoby to cricket flower right
2: it really isn't you think
1: well, I'm just saying, you, you're, you have a glo- when I see a glove of bacteria in anything, the only time I ever see that is on Bar Rescue, when John Taffer's it's, going into a bar.
2: It's good bacteria, though. That's the thing. Not the bad stuff. It's
1: I don't care. Stuff. It's gloopy and weird. Check your ingredients, y'all. Check them. Don't, don't think them cheese, those cheesy poofs are, are okay. Look at the ingredients. We've got a second hour on the way. Jim Jordan coming up next. Stick with us. Old routines die hard, like those multiple cups of coffee and sugary energy drinks to stay alert. Well, I discovered a healthier way to get the sustained energy I need without all the caffeine and sugar. Super Beats Heart Chews. I just unwrap a chew or two in the morning and let Super Beats Heart Chews do the rest. I feel great about what I'm doing for my health. Join me in the new way to start your day with Super Beats Heart Shoes. I challenge you to try it for 30 days and give them your feedback. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, and candy for a quick pick-me-up. I've been taking Super Beats Heart Shoes for years, and it's an easy and convenient on-the-go boost to your overall health and energy. Make Super Beats choose an essential part of your busy day. To make it easy to get started, I got you up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. Hurry, it's their best offer available anywhere. That's danasbeats.com for up to 45% off. danasbeats.com. Welcome to the show. Dana Lash here with you. Second hour of our program this Tuesday. And uh, joining us now on the phone, Representative Jim Jordan from the beautiful state of Ohio. And as you all know, Representative Jordan has been making news because he's detailed how 14 FBI agents have come forward to blow the whistle on impropriety within the Bureau. And of course, we're also going to get into the latest news on this raid as well, Congressman. Thank you so much for joining us. It's good to have you.
4: You bet, Dana. Good to be with you. I was enjoying what you had, uh, the, the counsel and wisdom you gave your uh, your son on how to deal with it. Same the same counsel I got from my dad way back when. So uh, that's uh, we need a little bit more of that. Frankly, uh, we don't want kids picking any fights, but you got to defend yourself for goodness' sake.
1: True. You absolutely do. And it seems like, you know, now, especially defending yourself, a lot of people, I, 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 I'm I, getting this sense. and I see a lot of conservatives chided for speaking out and criticizing, you know, whether it's the FBI or whether it's the DOJ. But I mean, they have every right to criticize these institutions. These institutions are supposed to be held accountable yeah. to the taxpayer. Tell us about this because you've had 14. It didn't start at 14. More people, as I understand, from the Bureau have come forward, rank and file to blow the whistle on leadership.
4: Yeah, we've had, uh, in, in in less than a year, uh, 14, and I anticipate more will be coming forward in light of what we just saw take place last week. Um, but they've come forward to talk, talk about the political nature of, of the Justice Department. Some it's, of it's been on the January 6th issue. Some of it was on the school board's issue. That was our very first whistleblower. Came to us to say, when when we saw what was happening and and, and the impact it had on the, if you remember the, 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 mm-hmm. the Virginia governor's race... Um, That was the first one. We've had other ones come forward to to tell us about the threat tag they're using that when they did these over two dozen investigations of parents around the country based on this whole apparatus that, that Merrick Garland set up at the Justice Department. We've had them come forward most recently on the pressure that's being exerted on agents to classify cases as domestic violence extremism cases. When, in fact, the agents tell us, "No, no, no, they're just bad guys we're investigating. They're not some terrorists or domestic terrorists or white nationalism or all this stuff that, that, that the left always talks about. So it's on and on and on again, different issues, but it, the, the theme, of course, is political nature of the Justice Department, and it looks like targeting your political opponents
1: hmm. And that's why it's so easy for Americans to believe with everything that they saw with how the, the bureau was treating parents at school boards and the the, the tagging yep. system that they were using. Why it's really hard for them to believe these explanations coming out from the DOJ and FBI about this raid. We're talking to Congressman Jim Jordan, author of the book, Do What You Said You Would Do, Fighting for Freedom in the Swamp. So, Congressman, let me ask you this. It came out that the that apparently when Trump said yesterday that three of his passports were seized, and then the media apparently was, I guess, leaked to the press by the DOJ who said they were only going to respond in court filings. It was leaked to the press that though that didn't happen. Yeah. And then it came out <laughs> with receipts that they did. Why, were, why weren't the passports listed on the inventory? Why'd they take them in the first place?
4: Yeah, who knows? But this idea that we're going to let our filings speak for themselves, and yet they leak all kinds of things, they leak the word nuclear, they leak this passport, they leak all, I mean, they they leak an answer to the passport question, and on and on it goes. This just, again, I think underscores what, the, what these whistleblowers have told us. There is a political at work at the Department of Justice, and that is not supposed to be how it functions. Let me just think about this, Dana. 14 agents come to us as whistleblowers. We're in the minority. There's not, frankly, a whole lot we can do as the the minority party, other than begin to tell their story and and explain what's going on there. But we can't subpoena the people they're talking about. We can't can't actually get the documents, because we've asked for all kinds of documents, and we basically get the runaround from the Justice Department when we ask for things. But it just underscores how serious this problem is, that you would have 14 agents good agents at the Bureau come to us and say, look, this is going on. I understand you're in the minority, but it's so egregious. We wanted to come tell you what we're seeing. That's, that's, that's what's got every American scared. And then you, you add to it what they did to the, to the former president's personal residence. go in there and raid and take things like his passports and everything else, and then leak things about that. That's why Americans are so nervous. And, and it's why I think in 80-some days, you're going to see a, 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 a big, uh, big change happen on, on Election Day. And frankly, I think we're going to see it today in the state of, uh, of Wyoming.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's, of course, what uh, Congressman Jordan's referring to is the list, the primary with Liz Cheney. That's going to be that's going to be a very interesting measure, because if memory serves, she took that race initially by 40 points. I don't think that's going to happen. It could be the other way around. Talking with Congressman Jim Jordan about this whole situation with the FBI, these whistleblowers coming forward. Congressman, do you think that the FBI are we at the point where it's so irrevocably corrupt by way of using their authority invested in them by taxpayers. Well, at least, you know, politicians should be holding them more accountable. Should they be disbanded? Should this be something that just states regulate?
4: Well, I'm not sure what the change should be, but there, there has to be change, and it has to be <clears> – <throat> it can't just be some minor reforms, and, 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 and it's got to be, I think, real and major um, reform and, and, and change there. I think that that is just warranted. When you look at the history, particularly just the history of what they've done to, to President Trump – But then you couple that with with, what the the school board's issue and, frankly, just this attitude from today's left and Democrat. Think about what happened last week in a five-day time period. We had the president's home raided. We had a sitting member of Congress phone taken by the FBI, and we had the Democrats pass legislation that unleashes 87,000 agents to go harass middle-class taxpayers all in five days. So, yeah, yeah, we're going to have and we're working on that. We don't want to get ahead of anything because we haven't won the majority yet. But but and and you never want to be overconfident. I learned that a long time ago. But but (laughs) if, in fact, the voters do what I think they're going to do, we need to be ready for the type of uh, legislation and and actions that will change the way that place operates so that your First Amendment, Second Amendment, Fourth Amendment due process rights are all protected as they're supposed to be under our constitutional system.
1: Exactly. Talking with Congressman Jim Jordan. The reason everybody, I think, is talking so much about those passports is because there was no reason for the FBI to take them. There was no specificity, at least that we know of. I mean, they had like little things like Roger note from Roger Stone listed in the inventory, but they couldn't list this. They they act like it was a mistake. They apparently the FBI said it was mistakenly done. That's a huge that's that's too big of a mistake to ignore, considering everything else that has happened. How would you approach I mean, I, I don't even know, even if we do get a majority in the House uh, and we're able to take the Senate. I mean, I think it's going to be close. How could the FBI be held accountable? I mean, short of just disbanding the agency at large.
4: Well, we're, we're going to have you, you have the hearings and we can uh, if we're in the majority, we can have Mr. Ray and Mr. Garland in front of the Judiciary Committee on a much more regular basis to ask them the kind of questions that need to be asked so the American people can get answers from someone sitting under oath. Uh, so you, you have that element that you don't have when you're uh, in, in the minority. You have the appropriations process. Remember the way the founders set up our system, they actually envisioned in these three separate and equal branches of government, they actually envisioned if any branch would have the, the most authority, it would be the legislative branch because that's the branch that controls taxing and spending. So mm-hmm. you can use that, that spending power, that appropriations power to affect to change. Now it's, it's tough because will Joe Biden sign something like that? Probably not. So you're going to be in a big debate. But that's the kind of national debate we need to have uh, in in light of the history that we've seen, the recent history we've seen from uh, some of these people at the top of the FBI. So all that is how I think you you begin to affect the change that needs to happen. And you lay out the proposals and you pass them in the House. And if they can't get through the Senate because you need 60 votes and they don't get signed by Joe Biden because he's against them, you're beginning to frame up the 2024 race when I think President Trump is going to run against Biden or whoever the Democrats put up. And I think President Trump's going to win.
1: Yeah, Uh, we're talking with Congressman Jim Jordan about the FBI whistleblowers, this raid. You know, it it causes a lot of people to, you know, think if if this can happen to a former president of the United States, we just know that because he has the platform and the ability to publicize it. It makes you wonder how many more, uh, you know, different stories of egregious abuse by this agency have been carried out. That's I mean, that's the thing. And I'm sure these whistleblowers are kind of indicating such.
4: Yeah. And and here's the other thing to keep in mind the the left's not going to stop. I mean, I I, I think what's happening here is the same thing that happened in 2019. 2019, if you remember, Bob Mueller comes and testifies in front of the Judiciary Committee. I think the date was July 24th. It's a complete flop. Bob Mueller doesn't know what he's talking about. And the country fully realizes at that point, oh, this whole Russia thing that ship and everyone was talking about was, was truly a hoax. The Democrats didn't wait 24 hours because the very next day they jumped on the phone call that President Trump had with Zelensky and they said, we're going to impeach President Trump over a phone call he has Mm -hmm. with a foreign head of state. They didn't miss a beat. Same thing is happening now. I think the Democrats realize this January 6th committee is falling flat. They realize that today the people in Wyoming are probably going to send a message and they said, well, we got to move on to the next thing. Let's go raid the president's home over some archives presidential records act for goodness sake, where we think he's keeping nuclear information. Yeah. Well, if it was that darn important, you had 18 months to get it, for goodness sake. So, but yeah. this is how the left operates. They never stop. They're continually on the offense coming after us. And the only response that we can take is we have to be on the offense, and we have to do it in a way that's consistent with the Constitution, but we have to be on the offense and fight them back. And that's what President Trump does and what President Trump did, and that's why they're so out to get
1: yeah, and and the Presidential Records Act, as I understand it, that doesn't even have a criminal statute. That's just, I mean, them trying to toss something out. That it's so it's so ridiculous.
4: It is so ridiculous, and and the, the good people of this great country have mm. common sense and they understand it.
1: Yeah, and you you brought up a good point. Congressman Jim, uh, Jim Jordan's on the phone with us right now. If you had tweeted on the 15th If President Trump was such a threat to national security Why wait 18 months to retrieve the Quote unquote sensitive documents at his home Because it started as being well it's a national Archives you know thing dispute Which every president you know that I know of uh, Has had a, some kind of dispute With the pencil pushers at the national yeah. archives And then it became yeah. well it was because he may Have had nuclear material so you're telling me You lost nuclear material and it was somewhere In Melania <laughs> Trump's closet I mean is that That's what we're to under it keeps changing Do you think Garland's been consistent and should he be impeached?
4: Well, look, he said, we're, we're going to we're not going to you know, we don't comment on ongoing investigations. But I think what happened is he they saw leak. where the country was. Yeah. And they all day They leak, of course. But he actually went out and did his, you know, his three minute and 40 second, whatever it was, a press statement, because he realized the country saw through this, saw it for what it was. And um the, as far as the impeachment goes, that'll be a question for the entire conference. Uh, we, we will decide that if, in fact, the, the American people put us in the majority, we will decide so that as a conference. let me ask you that, like, with there. the
1: with the time left, we're talking with Congressman Jim Jordan. We just got a we just got a couple of minutes left. So if Republicans do take the House, can you can you make a promise to voters that it would be a priority to either impeach somebody like or, or all all of the above? Because I think the priorities of voters are. Get Garland out of his position. This guy's corrupt. He's not fit for the job. We dodged. I mean, we dodged a a reckoning or something with him not being on the Supreme Court. I'm so glad that he's not. And would we be hold the FBI accountable? And can we repeal for the love of all things holy? Can we repeal this kill the economy, quote unquote, inflation tax that Biden's putting forward? Is that something that Republicans can do?
4: And the 87,000 uh, bureaucrats yes. who are going to go harass people who go to work every day. I, I gave a speech on the House floor last week, and I said, you know who? You know how this is going to work. They're going to harass middle-class taxpayers, and the example that just jumped in my mind was it's the assistant football coach at the local high school who's a great, who helps students and student-athletes, who's got the side business. He, he's got the, he mows grass in the summer, he paints houses, and he pays his taxes, but some bureaucrat working remote, sipping their fancy coffee is like, I'm going to go after this guy's side business. That's what I'm going to do, and they're going to. Harass this guy who was a great person in so many small town communities, who's helping people. Right. That that is what ticks me off. So yeah, that is that is definitely something we should focus on. So we can impeach Garland.
1: We can we can impeach Merrick Garland.
4: When it comes to Mayorkas, when it comes to Garland, when it comes to the President of the United States, I, I say all along, I think these guys have not followed the law. I think there's, there's, there's huge problems there, but that is a decision that I think you have to make as a conference. As the Republicans, who will be in the majority in the House, we will make as a conference, and then ultimately we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. But I, I do think that you look at Mayorkas, certainly mm. he deserves it. Now, whether we do it is, again, going to be a decision by the conference.
1: And we're talking with Congressman Jim Jordan, author of Do What You Said You Would Do, Fighting for Freedom in the Swamp. We got thirty seconds, last quick question. Are you gonna run for house leadership, Congressman?
4: No, I, I want look, the Judiciary Committee is
1: I ask you this every time you're on. <laughs>
4: that 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 defends your 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 constitutional liberties that the democrats your first amendment second amendment fourth Amendment, all the things they've been attacking so uh, if lord willing if we win and i get the privilege i, I want to be a uh, chair of the judiciary committee and do the investigations that need to be done get to the truth to that. and defend your rights
1: amen to that congressman jim jordan thank you so much for what you do sir we appreciate your time with us today the book do what you said you would do fighting for freedom in the swamp thank you congressman
4: thank you Hmm.
1: With the recent rulings from the Supreme Court, it's worth mentioning that these wins didn't happen on their own. It took the support of companies like Patriot Mobile, who've passionately fought on behalf of the unborn and your constitutional rights. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider, and they've been on the front lines fighting for your values. This is why Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there. Inflation has made it really hard on many Americans, and thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans for almost any budget, and they offer the same nationwide coverage as as all the major carriers. So you get the same great service plus the knowledge that your money is going to a company fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and the second amendment. Visit patriotmobile.com/dana or call 972 patriot. Use offer code dana to get free activation. If you're a veteran or first responder, please let them know because they have special discounts just for you. Come join the movement and make the switch. patriotmobile.com/dana patriotmobile.com/dana or call 972 patriot. And now,
2: all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech.
1: So in my hometown, my hometown news, Jeff Burton, a longtime fixture of St. Louis Radio on 1057 The Point, KPNT, passed away yesterday, 17 months after he was diagnosed with prostate cancer. He was 55 years old. Kane has known Jeff Burton for a long time. I got the pleasure of meeting him when I was still local in St. Louis because uh, my studio was right across the hall from Jeff Burton's studio. Fun story, one time he came out and tried to get me into a fight with Jared Leto because Jared Leto with 30 Seconds to Mars had visited. Jeff was the kindest and also uh, a troublemaker. And he said, Hey, I want you to meet a friend of mine. And he introduced me to, I didn't know who it was at first. I didn't know what he was doing. And then he said, Oh, she's a big conservative. Like, and he stood back like we were going to fight. It was hysterical. He was one of the nicest guys, such a talented host. And I remember listening to him, uh, you know, when I was going to school uh, in the morning and in the afternoon. He's been on all different types of shows on the point. Uh, but uh, a loss, a radio icon, Jeff Burton, 55 years of age. Uh, also, this, a uh, few other few other things here that I have And I almost like skipped over the rest of this uh, This, America records its 7th confirmed monkeypox infection In a child under 4 Now some are starting to say the virus is going to spread to vulnerable populations The nationwide tally hits 11,000 We're going to talk about this a little bit more A Bronx woman died after a tree fell into a pool and hit her According to New York Post, she was swimming. Just, you know, she suffered major body trauma, was pronounced dead on the scene. And uh, they were swimming. It was just in the afternoon. A tree fell, hit them both, killed one woman. We have more on the way. Stick with us.
0: You know, a lot of the media doesn't cover some of the most important news of the day. I'm Byron York with The Byron York Show. In my latest episodes, I will talk about how new information is still coming out about the Mar-a-Lago raid, and it looks a lot like some old conflicts, as the public is demanding answers. And I'm also going to talk about how the IRS is enormously expanding, spending billions of taxpayer dollars in doing so. I don't talk about every single issue, just the ones you need to know the most. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Politics, pop culture, and whatever else gets canceled, tossed in a blender, paid for by sponsored hate mail. It's the Dana Show.
0: Uh, I don't think the American people hate President Biden. I certainly don't. But I think a majority of the voters in our country at this juncture think he would be... He would be better off selling catheters on late night TV than serving as president of the United States.
1: I just, I want to know if Senator Kennedy from Louisiana, if he just like thinks of this stuff or does he have like a whole, you know, like mental filing cabinet that he keeps these in? I would love for him to make up my voicemail greeting on my phone. Welcome back to the show. Dana Lash here with you this Tuesday. In the middle of our second hour, the Taliban took over a year ago today. Interesting. None of the press is noting that Biden was president when it happened. They're just like, isn't this so sad? So sad this happened. Who do you think was in charge? Maybe they forgot. They ran so much defense for it. Maybe they just, maybe they forgot. I don't know. I don't know. But they sure are all over the, this, I mean, this raid, Good heavens. I wanted to make a quick point. Something that Jim Jordan had said about, you know, the, the, the because the passport, the, the passport thing, the reason, or something I said actually to Congressman Jim Jordan, the reason why so many people are fixating on the passport thing, because the FBI admit that they messed up, apparently. I mean, they did. I mean, there's, there's emails. Trump said that they took them. They didn't have any reason to take them. They took them. And, They weren't listed on the inventory, which was the legal record of everything that the government takes when they conduct one of these, you know, these raids. And they had literally uh, they would write things for others for other entries like they had binder of photos. So you knew on the inventory that they had taken a binder of photos. You knew on the inventory that they had. I did not know his middle name was Jason. Executive Grant of Clemency. For Roger Jason Stone Jr., they had everything, handwritten notes, all kinds of stuff. There's no way that the Bureau comes out of this looking better because either they screwed up, which makes them look bad, or they did this on purpose, which makes them look bad. So, which is it? I mean, either way, it looks bad. Everybody accused him. Red State has a good write-up because they collected everybody that was accusing him of lying. Red State has has a huge post on it, beginning with Nora O'Donnell. She tweeted, this was yesterday at 5 p.m. Quote, new. According to a DOJ official, the FBI is not in possession of former President Trump's passports. Trump had accused the FBI of stealing his three passports during the search of his Mar-a-Lago home you couldn't even wait I, I just do you see how these people run out there to, to plant a flag in this narrative and then the receipts seats r-u-h-s-e-a-t-s raw seats. <laughs> then those then they produce the i mean i'm looking legit at the email in fact trump's uh, comms guy goes yeah here's the email did your source read you this email And it was the email where they said, yes, we had them from Jay Brett. So then everybody gets mad because they get Trump's publicizing a DOJ email. Yeah, because they leaked. You wouldn't even he wouldn't even had to respond had they not leaked any of this stuff. Golly. And these were like the the diplomatic passports when you would go for, um, you know, when you have like the presidential visits, et cetera, et cetera. So according to, look at this, there's a couple of things here. They said that they had the three passports. One of the guys at Politico said that they obtained three to expired, not one, and alerted Trump lawyers. Were they, though? They were recovered by a filter team, which weeds out privileged info. Trump publicized this after the DOJ offered them back. So they did take his passports then. And you all lied when you said that he lied. And it's supposed to be a big deal that he only publicized it after he got the passports back. You shouldn't have said anything about us stealing them. How dare you? He's the one in the wrong. You got them back. So they did take them. I mean, you don't accidentally take someone's passport. And then they're, well, he's wrong about two of them were expired. Not one. Trump only said one of them were expired. Ooh, you got him. There's your whole case. Good job, Keystones. Woo! High fives! High five and a million angels! Woo! They took them! That was the thing! They took them! Golly. I I just it's just moronic. How dare you people point out that this happened? It's what this is. That's what they're it's just so weird. Everybody everybody town hall had a piece all the media all the media that was going in i mean it it and he was he didn't lie and it doesn't seem like the passports were stored in a place where the other what where the items the documents that were apparently in the warrant that weren't completely specified were located so i don't i just don't know how that is how that's something that you can sweep up by accident you know what i mean it's not like they're do you honestly believe that they were just left out? Cuz I I really don't. It's just it's just very odd. The whole thing is very odd. They had no right to do it. They screwed up and nowhere do they come out looking good in this. That's the end of it. I mean, and and there's there has to be accountability for this. They weren't listed on the inventory. They weren't honest about it. I mean, they screwed it up on purpose. I, that's the only thing I can think of. It's just it's it's unbelievable. Now, I have some wokery for you, and then we'll get into the Biden signs the kill the economy bill today. I need to share this story with you because I really, I want to get your all's opinions on this. This is not, I actually don't even have an opinion on it because I just, I think everything is dumb. I mean, everybody's broke. Nobody can afford basic stuff, right? Everything's just miserable. So... I saw this, at I, I, first I saw it and I was like, wow, people can still afford vacations. That's awesome. This was um, NBC News. The headline, from rentals to bathrooms, Airbnb listings aren't the first defensive effort to commercialize slave cabins. Like, where did this come from? So what happened from what I have read is that there are certain properties and it started with one, I hate TikTok, I swear... Beijing does this on purpose. Did you know their TikToks are all about like educational stuff for their kids? And our TikToks are stupid. It, it's, I mean, it's the Bill Burr's going to do a segment on it, I'm sure. Like a whole bit on how it's so dumb. Like we sit here and we act like we want more educational stuff. What did he say? You rain money down on these dumb broads. Yeah. You know, like that's what that's what it is. So what happened is there was this property in Mississippi. And They the owners put it on Airbnb and this now let me even back it up further. This all stemmed from people having weddings at plantations. Former plantations. Right. And they have their wedding pictures there and then everybody's like freaking out and getting mad. People you don't even know that you didn't even invite to your wedding are like mad at you because you had it there. But okay, And so there was one property it's called the it was in it's a Belmont plantation in Greenville, Mississippi. And it is called the Panther Burn Cottage. And so they had this property where you could get a room and then they had a little cottage where they put it up on Airbnb. And they said that people could rent it out like you would, you know, a normal house. And then there was someone on TikTok posted the listing saying, quote, how is this okay?" in somebody's mind to rent out a place where human beings were kept as slaves, rent this out as a bed and breakfast. And that the listing had like a bunch of reviews, et cetera. And people are saying, well, so, so basically the way I understand, what are they supposed to do with their property? I just, I mean, is it still used for that purpose? I mean, I don't think so. That's, it's been criminalized since Re- Republicans made it illegal. So, what i just i don't what are they supposed to do with the property don't you think that's kind of an own to be like yeah now look at it you used it for this purpose and now look at it anybody can you know right. rent it out as a bed and breakfast a bed and breakfast i i don't like bed and breakfast i don't like staying i don't like staying at a place where i just get like i want to stay at home and have like a continental breakfast i have all that crap here i'm real weird i'm a hobbit i mean clearly they removed They don't list them as that on the listing. They just say it's a cottage on the grounds of. And they say it has, like, Wi-Fi and all this stuff. So Airbnb apologized. They removed the listing. And they're removing anything where they have cottages that are up for, you you can run them out as Airbnbs that were ever apparently, uh, as they said, former slave quarters in the United States. And a lot of preservationists are saying, well, you know, the commercialization of these sites has been happening for a long time. You know, it's not really new. What's new is that cancel culture exists and and that people think that simply because these structures still stand that it's either acceptance or uh, promotion of or something of of that act, which it's not and I mean I just it's weird that they did they did a whole thing on it like Atlas Obscura did a whole story, and NBC's all over it and they went they like went back and apparently found one person who stayed at the Panther Burn Cottage last October and left a positive review. And everyone's like, how dare you? Because they were like, oh, it was like stepping back in history. And of course they got flamed. Like, how dare you? What are they supposed to do? Burn down the damn cottage? What do you want them to do? I mean, anybody can stay there. That's kind of an own, right? I just, what are the, nobody says what they want you to do. You know why? Because there's nothing in cancel culture that ever can be done. So, and now they're mad at the property owners. People get mad because people still have weddings on, you know, these sites. Somebody got, like, lit up on Instagram because they had their wedding. uh, I think it was a Hispanic couple. They had their wedding at, they wanted the pictures. It was pretty. And everybody, and people were, like, blowing them up in the comments. Isn't that kind of a known though that you can do that at a i don't know maybe maybe that's just how i look at it but what are you supposed to do what are they supposed to do like somebody do you want them to burn it down what do you want them to do bomb it i don't know now in addition to this oh i got more Mm-hmm. decline is a choice ladies and gentlemen i'm gonna get into some of that as well this uh Where's my other Wokery story? I like scrolled down way too far. Oh my gosh, I have to tell... Okay, first off, let me... Before I get into the automobile thing. This comes from The rap. There's a Danish television network, you know, because everybody's talking about groomers. They defended an animated kids show about a man with a gratuitous copulatory organ called John Dillermand. And it's their public broadcasting network. John, in Denmark, Diller is slang for male copulatory organs. So the guy's name is literally John Penis Man. That's, I mean, I'm just saying it. The show is geared towards 48-year-olds, but a lot of adults have seen it, and they're like, wait a minute, what is happening here? Because it's, like I said, it's like a stop-motion animated animation thing, and it shows a guy, go- he, like, uses, it's like go-go gadget arms, this is for 48-year-olds in Denmark. And the network goes, well, our concern is that children be entertained by the show. Uh, and then there was one, they brought in some psychologist, I'm sure, who said, oh, it could be a positive influence on kids watching. It depicts a man who's impulsive and not always in control. He makes mistakes like kids do, but crucially, Dillermand always makes it right. But his Diller is like a go-go gadget arm. And Kane, are you, have you seen the photos? I, I yeah, yeah? Right? Isn't it totally not appropriate? It not. It's weird, dude. It not. I mean, it's just weird. Like, it, he literally is walking dogs with, I had to share it because it's Denmark and it's weird. And that is a case where, yes, the adults are correct here. This is insane. But I did not know that that's what Diller meant. Did you know that? I did not know that i didn't know coming up we have how the uh, decline begins i have some we got some green stuff energy the, because the president's also signing the kill the economy bill so yay everybody gets to pay more taxes and if you don't someone's probably going to show up at your door and how there's and i know this is it's not brand new but they're actually making you know taking action on this Uh, Like, one automobile manufacturer is planning a profitable goodbye for combustion muscle cars. This is how it all ends, ladies and gentlemen. That's how it ends.
2: It's his life mission to make bad decisions. (laughs) It's time for Florida Man.
1: Mm -mm -mm. Okay, so this Florida Man decided to spare no expense flying himself a banner reading ha 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 over mar-a-lago last week after the raid this guy paid a stupidity tax of eighteen hundred dollars to fly the banner over mar-a-lago and apparently i guess he like like shared it like he wanted i guess he's thirsty he wanted uh, media attention his name is thomas kennedy from miami oh he couldn't apparently afforded by himself, so he had to join together with a group of friends to pay $1,800 to fly a series of two letters over... It's a tax on stupidity. I mean, he, he, at least he, he probably... Look, He looks like he created one more job than Biden did. Oh, look at that. Uh, also, there are a couple of... Some of these I can't... I just can't read at all. Uh, this This comes by way of... The free, uh, free press, Tampa. A Florida man is behind bars after he went on a crazed, what's being described by Lee County Sheriff says, a crazed vehicular rampage through neighborhoods, smashing a company car into garages, like more than one, and even hitting a person. So Lee County deputies on August 12th were notified of a disgruntled employee driving a company car through North Fort Myers neighborhood, running into garages and even hitting a resident deputies were dispatched they discovered four garages had been driven into with a vehicle witnesses reported seeing the company vehicle drive into garages and leave the neighborhood at a high rate of speed the person who was struck by the car had non-life-threatening injuries the victim claimed the driver swerved in swerved in an attempt to hit her Uh, the driver identified as 50 year old ramiki raquel Casadia, then drove away the damaged company vehicle they totally caught up with him Uh, So he is, damage to the vehicle is over $8,000, and he is in jail. The joyride, they say, is over. Third hour on the way. Stick with us. Let us not presume that because everyone should be treated equal, that they start out on equal footing. So equity, as a concept says, recognize that everyone has the same capacity, but in order for them to have equal opportunity to reach that
3: capacity, we must pay attention to this issue of equity
1: if we are to expect and allow people to compete on equal
3: footing. Um,
1: what? Kane asked me, welcome back to the program, third hour of our broadcast, friends. Dana Lash here with you, your lovable curmudgeon. Kane had asked, he's like, well, did we play this yesterday? Because this is, he didn't know, he doesn't know. All, it all blends into for him. It's all the salad looks the same. It does. He can't, I mean, it really, you know, we're like, what, what is this? Because it's, that was the vice president in case I needed to explain it further. That's, uh,
2: that's totally new audio. That's not what we played yesterday. That was a different salad, like you said.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like a Cobb salad and this is the chicken Caesar. So, right. She says equity as a concept, says recognize everyone has the same capacity, but they have to have that equal opportunity to reach the capacity, and then we have to pay attention to equity. It doesn't make sense. She, mm, I don't think she understands quite, I wrote a whole book on this with Grace Canceled, and I discussed equity and equality, and how equity is actually antithetical to equality, because equity Equity and the difference between equity and equality is that equality says treat everyone the same and you're probably and you still you you because people have free will, treat everyone the same. Everyone has opportunity, but people make different choices, so the outcomes may be different. Equity says, No, in order to make the outcomes the same, you have to treat people differently. Equity literally incorporates discrimination in order to achieve same end results. That's the difference. This is word salad. She doesn't even know what it is. She doesn't even know how to describe it. It's stupid. And this has no place in a free society. This discussion has no no place in a free society. Because if you're promoting that, you're promoting legit discrimination. And that's antithetical to e pluribus unum. It's antithetical to the creation of this republic. Biden's signing the kill the economy bill. And then he's going to go back on vacation again. Now, remember, he was locked down 15 days? Was he locked down for? Yeah,
2: roughly.
1: And then he went to the beach and some island off South Carolina. And then he's going back to the White House, signing this, and then he's going to Delaware. And then Dr. Jill. Again, I'm not calling you doctor unless you can rearrange guts. I don't care how hard you worked for your degree. I don't care if you're like, I went to school for this long so you can be called doctor. Can I be real with you? Sidebar. My oldest son. I'm not a mean parent, I'm just realistic I am Red Foreman, okay and, Oh, I'm so Red Foreman I really identify with him My oldest son had said He's like, yeah, you know, I, you know I'm considering actually going to get my doctorate And I'm like, and what? What are you talking about? And he's like, yeah And he was, you know, explaining to me his course of study And I was like, wait a minute, you, you want to get a doctorate In something that's not about rearranging guts? It's like, you know I, it, like in 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 poli sci or something like that and i go that's i go that's stupid now you might be like dana how dare you No, it's stupid it is stupid you're gonna and i t- and i told him I'm like you better get scholarships or a real nice job to pay for that i ain't doing it no no sir not doing it that's it i i will invest only up to a certain point in you for right now and i want to return on my investment when i'm old come wipe up my drool that's the, the return on my investment you know what I mean like don't live off me when you're when you're 30. That's the that's the return on my investment be successful be able to take care of your family. That's the return on my investment. Learn how to work now earn some money now learn how to deal with your, your with your with your funds and the money that you create through your work. That's the return on my investment. So I was like no nah, we're not doing that. I'm like I think that's stupid. I go I'm not calling you a doctor unless you can rearrange guts. You cut somebody up on Ranger guts, you can't, then no. You don't get to call, you know. I, and I know conservatives who have that title. I'm sorry you disagree with me. I think it's great that you made your choices. This is mine. So, give me that ha 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 banner. I just, it's just. <laughs> anyway. Why did I bring this up? Oh, Dr. Jill Biden. She's gotten quadruple vaxxed? Yeah. Quadruple vaxed. How many boosts? I don't know.
2: I think that's part of the she's four I don't even
1: know. Is it?
2: Two vaccines, two boosters.
1: So it's four. Yeah. Vaccines. Where's the immunity? I mean, I'm just asking because we were told that you had to do this. We were told that it was a pandemic her husband said it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. We're killing people. Anyway, she's gonna be Uh, quarantining isolating whatever they call it isolating now have you noticed that they don't say quarantining they call it isolating for two weeks while they're on vacation i'm like wait they're still on vacation i got a week man they're still on vacation but he's going to come back off vacation just long enough to sign the kill the economy bill and everybody's gonna pay even more in taxes. And then we have the eighty seven thousand, you know, whatever. I was telling Jim Jordan, what do whatever conference you gotta do. Get this stuff repealed. This is this is crazy. And we've gone over, you know, the the bits of it, especially that book tax and everything else. The idea that because I think everybody's going to get audited at some point now because they have all these people that they are bringing on. It's it's just it's but he's signing this and you the CBO came out. You saw this, right? The CBO came out and said, hey, guys, guess what? You're going to get bent over a barrel by this tax bill. The Inflation Reduction Act going to cost. Uh, it's going to 20 billion dollars in uh, new tax revenue from the middle class that they would not protect because they wouldn't pass the Crapo Amendment. Now I sent the prep out. There was a great piece on ways all the, the different ways this is going to hit your wallet. You have the eighty billion slush fund from the IRS, the way that they want to raise more revenue. Then you have the uh, what is it? The hiking taxes for all. You got the 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 con- drug control prices, the prescription yeah the prescription d- drug control scheme. Jobs are probably going to go overseas because you have that minimum cor- that corporate minimum tax that's going to, which half of, actually, they say nearly half, I think it's actually more than half. There's so many that fall into this category. So many U- U.S. manufacturers, you're going to drive jobs overseas. They're going to drive production overseas because it's going to absolutely destroy the ability for businesses to be able to use their capital and invest it in themselves for Growth, wages, hiring, all of that It directly penalizes investments that, that businesses make Directly into expanding operations And building new facilities And then you got the stock buyback tax That's going to uh, trap capital With established companies And you're not going to be able to reinvest those You know, I mean There's so many different things I see here I mean, I'm good I mean, we're all going to pay more So many people file Who are small business owners they file whether it's like, you know, LLC, whether it's S Corp, whatever. They're taxed at we're all tax extra on the capital. That's what how this bill is organized that we would normally use to hire and increase wages and benefits and so on and so forth. That's what that minimum tax is, a corporate minimum tax. These people who don't run businesses have no idea how this works. And they they don't differentiate between actual household income and total that includes business prescription drugs are going to be so much more expensive and do you remember the issue with antibiotics and superbugs we've been talking about that before and our and how we during the whole supply chain like at the height of it although not like it's any you know easier now but there was the discussion what would happen if anything, we were to have any kind of, you know, all, since all of this came from Wuhan, you know, China, all of the materials that we need for antibiotics, basically, they have the monopoly on that as well. What are we going to do if we're not able to access that? Well, now you're going to be further, further yoking us to China because this is all the R&D is going to be cut. That's, those are the first things that are cut, marketing and R&D. These companies aren't going to be able to have the, the, the money to invest in R&D on you know, for instance, to look at how to combat superbugs with you know antibiotics that have antibiotics that have been overused and overprescribed, etc. Medicare price controls driving up the cost further. It's just a nightmare. I, I uh, an absolute nightmare. And this, and he's not even here. He's not. He's not even made the case for it. That's the other thing. I wonder if it would be. If, if his disapproval would be so bad, so in the, in the red, if he had tried to make the case, he's not going to be doing this. I told you that they're going to be going on a, like a, a multi-state tour and it's going to be other Democrats. It's not going to be him doing this, trying to convince people to support this. Mm. Now, who didn't see this coming? Interesting. We've talked about this every every now and then it comes up. Over at the Epic Times, there's a huge piece on the transition to electric vehicles because this is supposed to be about reducing the quote-unquote inflation which it's not. We're going to be propping up all of the people who work in the green tech There was a a report from Transportation Research published in Science Direct. Headline, can we evacuate from hurricanes with electric vehicles? And they found that Florida, for instance, which often bears the force of hurricanes, they may not have enough power to cope during an evacuation. If you are evacuated, remember, Biden wants everybody in EVs. The majority of evacuating vehicles, if the majority they said were EVs, Florida would face a serious challenge in power supply. It's almost like we told you. Another case like this another study saying and this is obvious i can't even believe they have a study on this when you have weather events like this and you knock out a power grid how do you charge your your electric your ev battery california polytechnic state university did a case study and they found that california is in the same boat there's no way what's your vehicle evacuation plan i hope you like backpacking that's what's going to happen they said that When you have, if you're forcing someone prematurely on this unstable energy source that needs actually oil and gas to have as a backup in case it fails, they said that everything, you're going to deplete everything. The power service companies would face enormous electricity pressure. The EV power demand would exceed the safety margins. This is what these studies found. This is not a, this is, this is not a real, it's not realistic. If, I mean, if people want to have them because they think, I mean, they're fast. That's true. My husband and I were, he likes to, he likes cars. I, I, I like cars, but I don't like virtue signaling. He doesn't either. But he's like, yeah, you know, he was telling me, you know, the fastest car is actually an EV beats a Lamborghini. And I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. Get out. Get out of my office. I'm not talking to you right now. It doesn't have the sound. The feel. doesn't have the sound. I, I was, this story here, let me pull this up. This is Reuters Stellantis is planning a profitable profitable, goodbye for combustion muscle cars. This is the Dodge brand. Uh, Stellantis and V, it's the Dodge brand. They're going to squeeze maximum profit from the farewell party for its petrol-burning Challenger and Charger. They're going out of production next year. I'm going to scream because I, Ch- I love the Challenger. I love both of these cars, Challenger particularly. They're going out of production next year. Now, this is nothing to do with this story. This is all Dana being selfish now. So I want, I would love, I want a challenger and I I wanted to go fast and I want the door to be heavy and I want it to smell like gas. And my husband's like, you're going to wrap that around a tree. I'm like, and? Just don't drive
2: around trees.
1: Yeah, just don't drive around. There's not a hell of a lot of trees around Texas, right? I mean, we're almost in the desert. Come on. But they're going to go out of production at the end of next year I want one I feel like I should have one I'm like dude I gave you an air and a spare You can give me I can get a challenger without question Come on You know what I mean Like I feel like that's I feel like I should be able to do that right Yeah. I'm going to do it National Advertiser. I'm telling you Dodge is going to offer Seven low volume heritage influenced versions mm-hmm. At certain dealerships Previewing them undercover at events Starting. Oh my gosh <sighs> They're they're, they're trying to act like they're retro They're dependable By the way This is Decline is a choice This is a choice Muscle cars It's as American as apple pie I'll never forget One of my favorite um, Episodes of Grand Tour Was when uh, Clarkson And Hammond and May They went to Detroit And they were talking about The wane Of the great American Manufacturing an Automobile. And James May goes, well, look at this. They, they made a garden here at one, at one site. It's a site of where a factory was. Isn't this great? They put a garden here and Clarkson runs over it. He says, this is stupid. This was the site of a great manufacturing facility and they put a stupid community garden here. I agree. I absolutely agree.
2: And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech.
1: In Missouri, a dog was found 500 feet underground months after it vanished into a Missouri cave. Abby, a 13-year-old dog who was missing for two months, was rescued after cavers pulled her out of a complex cave system. Rick Haley and Jerry Keene, both who have specialized cave rescue training, led the operation inside of Missouri's second largest cave, Barrow uh, they used a duffel bag and blankets to protect the dog as they maneuvered their way out. Uh, thankfully, she was in poor shape and malnourished, but had no apparent in, uh, no apparent injuries. And Dr. Seuss's Hilltop Estate's up for sale.
3: When you're stuck discussing politics with your friends, who's the most informed person in the group? Yep, you are. You're welcome. Listen, follow, subscribe. The Dana Show.
2: Will other city services have to be cut to pay for this influx of
3: migrants? Uh, we're gonna have to continue to pivot and shift it's clear that we have a fixed budget in this city that we passed a few months ago and we're gonna look at each uh, level of spending to make sure that we could address the needs of our legal obligation and responsibility and I think that sometimes people don't realize uh, that not only it's just a humanitarian response we're doing but by law we're required to ensure that anyone that arrives in this city uh, should have shelter if they need it
1: mm. so that's a mayor New York, Eric Adams. Welcome back to the show. Daniel Ash here. He's still mad because uh, there's, they're still sending people to New York. And by they, I mean, Greg Abbott. Which, why not? I mean, these are people who wanted the, want, would not do anything. Even, you know, at least increase the wages of border agents who are working all of these hours in his cane notes. And Matt, if he thinks he's got it rough with budget, imagine the border towns. That have to live with the policies that Eric Adams pushes. It's one thing. You know what? You can sit here and talk such a game. You're all the way up, you know, in Maryland. Or you're in the Hamptons. You know, and you can, you're in the, you know, Tony part of Manhattan. You can sit here and go, oh, we're a sanctuary city. Did y'all read the inscription? The Statue of Liberty? Mm. Sanctuary. We're sanctuary city. And then you freak out. When people come to your city, sink in sanctuary. And he's mad about it. I, some of the language that they have, That's it's just, this is what you wanted. You don't get to be like, oh, we're sanctuary city, but not like literally. I mean, you know, we like it and all, but no. Not here. Not us. No, thank you. In Del Rio, Bill Malugin said they, they had 2,200 illegal crossings in 24 hours. And Representative Tony Gonzalez, he went to the Northern Triangle and he said the president of Guatemala told him he's willing to take some of these deportation flights. But the Biden administration hasn't at all called. Listen to this. Audio sound by 12. This is Bill in there. He's discussing, I mean, thousands in every day.
0: This was this morning, a large group of 200 crossing illegally in the elements. It didn't stop anything. This was predominantly single adults from Venezuela, Cuba, Nicaragua, all turning themselves into border patrol. But take a look at what we saw yesterday. Look at this drone video. We saw more than 500 people cross in a single one hour
1: span. That's crazy. 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 But this is, they wanted this, so they get to have it. You get your, you get what you wanted. That's, that's exactly what you get. Congratulations, you win. Oh, wait, I didn't mean that. No, you meant for everybody else to deal with it, but you didn't want to do with yourself. That's just exactly what these people, that's what Democrats do. That's exactly what this, that's what they do, that's what this is. Now we have, I'm going to get a couple of other things here. I'm going to get to this Baldwin story. As the, the president signing the Kill the Economy Act. Yay. So excited about that, I tell you. In the meantime, Alec Baldwin's been whining to Chris Cuomo, who finally got somebody to hire him, and he was whining to him that the media is out to get him. He did not pull the trigger in the fatal rest set shooting of Helena Hutchins, despite the the FBI report and another and the forensic report saying that he did. And apparently it looks like yeah they can at least charge I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't with man why you wouldn't have like manslaughter manslaughter charge. Right. It's not you know premeditated murder, but it's manslaughter. I mean, he killed her. he was reckless and irresponsible, and he killed her. The report emerged stating that he had to have pulled the trigger for the gun to go off. Well, yeah, it's single action i mean i i I don't know what he thinks. I, I mean, I don't know what he thought was going to happen here. Boy, he you know what makes me sick? Remember how he made sure to get photographed with her widow, with Hutchins's, with uh, Helena Hutchins' widow, and then the family sued him? I mean, it's just, there, there was no way that that was an accident. The forensic report totally shot it down. They said the revolver could not have been fired without pulling the trigger. Duh, this is what we've all been saying. They said it could not be made to fire without a pull of the trigger while in a quarter cocked, half cocked, or fully cocked position. Correct. It was a forty-five. It's a Colt. And they said that that's... He goes, I pulled back the hammer without cocking it, and I like, all well, the hammer, and the bang, the gun goes oh. off. Oh, God. <sighs> I... I, I just, I don't know. They, I'm. There's a woman who lost her life. There's a kid who now doesn't have a mom. There's another woman, uh, some of these other people that he tried, you know, passing the blame off to. He just, I mean, at the end of the day, he's the executive producer of the film. He runs the set. He hires these people. He's the one that signs off. They get. They got mad at Hannah Gutierrez Reed, but you know what? He's He's a producer. Don't you sign off on the hiring of these people? The hell. You were the one holding the gun. You were the one... With, you know, your, your booger finger on the bang switch. You can't be doing that, man. And nobody else did that but him. Now, I don't think he intended to kill her, but he absolutely could have not killed her just by being responsible and not reckless. And then he's lying about it. His wife, the woman who pretended to be Spanish and she acted like she couldn't say cucumber, she was like, is Irish as all get out? Growing up in Boston. Like, what is it with these, you know, I mean, I have Irish, some Irish ancestry. What is it with some of these people, like the Robert O'Rourke's and this chick being like, how you say cucumber? I mean, there's video of her doing that. She was on the Today Show. What were they making? A salad? She acted like she had a thick accent. How you say cucumber? She couldn't. It was ridiculous. And so... She was she made a post saying he was he was so oh, he's you know, you're picking on him and it's so mean and stop. I mean, shut up, you people. I mean, it's it's hard to. It's hard to hear him pretend or watch him pretend to try to take any accountability because he's not. He thinks that all he has to do is act sad and that's going to be enough. But the forensic report said, no, this shooting would not have occurred without a pull of the trigger. The end. Duh. We've all said this. This is how it works. I don't care if it's a 45. They said that the report states the gun could not be made to fire without a pull of the trigger. The end. I mean. You don't pull the hammer back. I have a Colt forty five. You don't pull the hammer back and then that just shoots the gun. Oh my gosh. That's not how it works. And I don't carry it. I just wanted it. It was on the cover of my book, Flyover Nation. That was all my stuff. I was in my own clothes. That was my holster, that was my forty five. That's not how guns work. That's not how a forty-five works. Don't be like, oh, it's an antiquity. Shut up. It was a replica. You have to pull the trigger. And so, I mean, obviously, they did all these tests, I'm sure. But we all know, anybody who has any familiarity with revolvers, specifically single action, you know this. So... Santa Fe investigators, apparently, according to Variety, have yet to receive his phone records. This is seven months after he turned his phone over to Suffolk County Police in New York State. They got a warrant to search his phone in December. Where's the raid? (laughs) So, I I mean, I don't know why it's taken so long, but it's because he's got that uh, Democrat privilege. That's what it is. He's, but he maintains, I didn't pull the trigger. Dude, you are, this is not JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. You are not Guido Mista with the sex pistol stand. Only a few of you are going to get that. You're not that person. Stop it. You pulled the trigger. The end. And I can't imagine it's easy for her family to constantly hear him, you know, constantly hear him deny this over and over again. But it's a pretty damning report. He did it. So when are the charges going to come? Maybe if he had been as zealous about firearm safety as he was about denigrating people who actually talk real firearm safety, maybe this would have ended differently. But I think it's amazing that all of these people that are these big anti-gun advocates, boy, oh boy, they're so silent on him. That just tells you the consistency of their positions. It's just a sad story all around. And it's and it's made even worse by this insufferable POS. I don't know how she how she put it. That's it. Now, here's some wokery. <laughs> this is in Britain. This is a very interesting story. You're going to like it. So in Britain, they had this. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how to say this. Period poverty fight. Okay. And they were trying to uh, push and advocate for, uh, I don't know, equality as it relates to feminine hygiene products. I'm trying to figure out how best to state this. But what gets me about this story And it's from uh, the Courier, Evening Telegraph. What gets me about this story is that they, I mean, they actually have a guy who's the advocate for this. So it's a story about this man who is leading the period poverty fight and trying to get women free menstrual products. Which is weird. And I'm like, why is a guy doing it? Have you seen this? Have you heard of this? Yeah, did period poverty fight open up for the sex pistol? Steve wants to know. I mean, could have, you know. I mean, it very much, you know, could have. But there's, I don't know. This whole story, I find this, I, I've seen it over and over and over again. And all of this, they're like, oh, we need, you know, equal, whatever. I don't even know what they're asking for. I don't even know what, what these advocates are even asking for. But (laughs) there it is. So this guy is from the Dundee man. And I have all these pop ups and I won't let me. But anyway, he's this. I don't know what a period poverty fight is. Are they struggling to buy like feminine hygiene products? And why is a guy mansplaining to everybody about it? That's the bigger question. Oh, that's probably right. Because women don't exist. Right. That's kind of that brings me back to that one story of the woman who got banned in from the YMCA pool. Because she objected to a dude being in there after she'd been there for 30 years. guess loyalty means nothing. And the sentence that got me the most from that story, I'm going to put this in your prep, was that the angry trans activists, the, the people who were identifying as women, the men who were identifying as women, angry trans activists ripped down the suffragette, flat, suffragette flag she was speaking in front of, which I cannot think of anything more representative of this whole movement than that
3: listen to the dana show live on the odyssey app weekdays noon to 3 p.m eastern time
4: after Crossfire Hurricane, and after the Mueller investigation, where the FISA court rebuked the Department of Justice for giving them bad information, false information, misleading information regarding Carter Page, when it comes to Trump, there are no rules. Every Republican should be suspicious of what's happened in the past, happening again. So we need the affidavit. Show you cards. Uh, Merrick Garland can't have it both ways. He can't mm-hmm. give us the inventory, the warrant, without telling us why it was necessary mm-hmm. to raid the former president's home and there was uh, no less intrusive method available
1: well that's lindsey graham who i mean he's not wrong with that i just wish they were a little bit more i don't know aggressive aggressively vocal i mean of course we have every, we not only suspicious but we have confirmation of impropriety from these agencies welcome back to the program dana Lash, here with you finishing our third hour and Trump I, Trump wanted the affidavit release. They're not, they said the DOJ does not want it to be released, which t- sounds totally sketchy to me. I mean, why would you not want to release the very thing that explains why you are there? Well, we don't want our methodology to to be, we don't want our methodology to be discovered. What methodology? Like the methodology with Peter Strzok and Lisa Page? The methodology with Amy McCabe? The methodology with uh, James Comey leaking to the press? I mean, what methodology is this uh, Is this of you spe- that you speak of? What is it? Exactly. This was not a legitimate act of law enforcement. And I don't know why we're, anybody is accepting that it is. I wouldn't like... I Look, I would not like this done on a Democrat. As much as, you know, I joke around saying that I'm glad real. And if you offered me the one ring, I would totally abuse the power. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, but also at the same time, you never want that... Anything that is done is going to be weaponized against you. I just, I, I saw a meme. I'm going to put this in email prep because it's just brilliant. And it's the, when you have Boromir, remember when he briefly in Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, when he holds the ring on the chain in his hand, and he's like, we can use this, right? Well, what if we use the government to restrict the government? What if we use the government to make the government... More equal. You can't do that. That's not how that works. So that's kind of the principle behind my thinking on that. But no, the, and I realize too, because I've, you know, I, normally affidavits aren't released unless charges are filed. But what if they're never filed? Then you just have the air of suspicion. And sometimes that's the LBJ pig fornicator strategy. You just got to make the guy deny it. That's it. Right? You just put it out there. You just got to make the guy deny it. And that's it. I mean, it's, it's, there's so much, I don't want to, I, I, I've been reading some hot takes from people who are, and I'll get into this tomorrow. They think it's, you know, people are being too critical of this. Have you seen everything we've been through in the past four or five, six years now? More than that, some of us? There you go. Today's stupidity came.
2: All right. It's California Dem Representative Barbara Lee. She's talking about the Inflation Creation Act. And how it will solve the inflation caused by fossil fuels, even though we know government's the only entity that can actually cause inflation.
0: But also, I think what we also need to recognize is that it does reduce inflation. And I didn't realize this until we started negotiating, working on this, but but 40% of inflation is fueled by fossil fuels. Mm
2: -hmm. That is a complete lie. That's when you the control the thing. supply of money that's how you're able to when you create spend, inflation you create that's,
1: inflation that's government exactly folks that does it for us today make sure you sign up for chapter and verse on substack find us on facebook and youtube like and subscribe have a great night back with you tomorrow